Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Be sure to check out the Weekly Standard Podcast offer from audible.com. Sign up today and get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. With us today is Philip Terzian to talk about the current state of the Falkland Islands. And Philip, I haven't thought about the Falkland Islands since I was a kid and was seeing headlines about the Exocet missile. Well, it has been a while. It was uh, a little over 30 years ago, actually. Um, and it was for a little kid, it was a it was a interesting war because it was had a quick beginning and end, and it featured Prince Andrew flying oh, his right. helicopter and the British sailing the entire length of the Atlantic Ocean to save the Falklanders. So, and it also featured at the time a uh, a brief uh, diplomatic standoff between the Reagan administration and the British government, uh, the Thatcher government, but which was resolved. So. Uh, it was an interesting time. But the Falcons, every on occasion, will pop up onto the uh, into the news cycle, and they're back yes. in again. Uh, what? Sh- why should Americans care about the Falcons, and what should our position be? Well, there's no particular practical reason for the Americans to care. I mean, the Falkland Islands, as you know, are two uh, rather small islands uh, in the South Atlantic, uh, much closer to Antarctica than to the United States. And there are only there are three thousand people who live on the islands. It's it's a it's a tiny place. It's a tiny economy. From my standpoint, and what I tried to express in the editorial in the Weekly Standard is that it's a matter of principle. Um, we are America, the world's foremost promoters of democracy and self determination in the world, and the Falkland Islands are inhabited by three thousand people, just about all of whom are descendants of. Uh, 18th and 19th century settlers who've been there for generations. Um, in fact, as has been pointed out, they've been on the Falklands uh, much longer than most Argentinians have been in Argentina, including mm-hmm. the present president. Um, but they have made it very clear at, at all times and in as many forms as they can that they wish to remain under British sovereignty. They don't want to become part of Argentina. And my feeling is that if the United States believes in democracy and believes in self-determination and believes in the freedom of people to choose the kind of government they want for themselves, we should respect the views of the people who live on the Falkland Islands. You know, I was reading your uh, piece, uh, Philip Terzian, and I was—I I knew that they'd had a recent vote and that it had gone towards sovereignty, but I didn't realize— right. Ninety-nine point eight percent. Well, that I, I was, thought there was some split of some kind, but it, it's almost universal. Well, um, I mean, of course, the, the 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 percentage is is ludicrous on the face of it. It's mm. like an old uh, Soviet election exactly. in the Stalin era. But the fact is that the people there. Uh, by the way, um, the, now it's true that the overwhelming majority of them are of, are of British extraction, but. Actually, there's there's a certain percentage of people who live on the Falklands who are emigrants from uh, Chile and and a few other places in Latin America. Um, but it's 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 a a vote of confidence in British sovereignty, which was hardly unexpected. And of course, the people on the Falklands knew pretty much what the outcome would be. But it's it's not without significance because I remember. Uh, during the 1982 Falklands War, I was a young journalist. I was the editor of the editorial page at a newspaper. 
And I was shocked at the time by the reaction of a lot of my colleagues who, when the Argentine army invaded the Falklands and took it over very quickly, and the British said they were going to send right. the ships out to take them back, they automatically sided with the Argentinians because the British are, you know, stuffy colonialists and exactly. they used to be a British empire and we fought a war of independence and blah, blah, blah. Well, the fact is that the people on the Falkland Islands, if you had asked them then, they would have given the same answer about where they wanted to be governed. But secondly, Argentina at the time was governed by an absolutely horrific, uh, murderous, anti-Semitic military junta who were just as bad, bad guys as we've had in modern times. And yet my colleagues in the newsroom still sided with Argentina on on that score. I mean, because the Europeans have to be wrong and the non-Europeans have to be right. And then they assumed that everyone in the Falkland Islands were native Falklandiers of uh, Central or uh, South America, I should say, extraction. They just assume they you impose this template on the story that turns out to not be true. Yeah, no, I mean, they didn't they didn't spend two minutes thinking about, well, what what exactly is Argentina and what does it mean for the people who live Mm -hmm. on these islands? They were just they were perfectly happy to consign them to living under a very repressive military dictatorship. So now we have uh, 3000 people who have expressed their desire to remain with the British. They don't want uh, Argentina to uh, govern them. Uh, the question's been raised to the United States government, so I assume President Obama standing up as a community organizer has said, "Of course we're with the community. Of course we're with them and their wishes." Yes. Well, you may be shocked to learn that it's exactly the opposite. (laughs) I will say this. um, American policy has been pretty consistent since the end of World War II when we were encouraging the, the French, Dutch, British, all the empires to dissolve. And so that was that sort of got caught up in the the anti-colonial ethos of the time. Sure. But uh, the State Department, once they get their marching orders, they never change them. And it's been almost 70 years since the end of World War II. And the fact is that, um, oddly enough, the Obama administration, very early in its tenure, um, in the form of Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, decidedly and deliberately tilted in the favor of the Argentinians on the question of the Falklands. They we now maintain that the literally the state department will tell you that the united states has no official view on what the people of the falklands want we think this is a question that should be resolved between britain and argentina well the british position is that there is nothing to discuss with the argentinians right. they 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 invaded 30 years ago they they will resort to to violence if necessary. Uh, the people of the Falklands have made their views clear. Um, and there really is, and, and furthermore, the Argentinians in the last couple of years have kind of uh, uh, been been waging sort of soft war on the Falklands. They won't allow cruise ships to dock in Buenos Aires that have gone to the Falklands. Right. They've interfered with Falklands fishermen and little petty harassment of that sort. And that's all done, apparently, with the sanction of the Obama administration, which is, a, in my view, a complete betrayal of our historic principles about these things. I would make one further uh, note. The, the Argentinians always talk about British colonialism and, and 
you know, the, the British Empire and the British. The fact is that the British would would love to be divested of the Falklands. <laughs> they have no. It's the people in the Falklands who want to be part right. of the British Commonwealth. It's the other way around. I mean, I'm sure the British aren't going to abandon them. But it's not as if the British are saying, by God, we've got the Falcons, we're going to hang on to them come hell or high water. It's it's a commitment they made to the people who live there who want to be part of the British Commonwealth. They don't want to be part of Argentina. Well, it'd be great if the uh, United States could simply stand up with our allies, but apparently that's uh, beyond the pale at the moment. Philip Terzian, thanks so much for joining us on this Weekly Standard podcast. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Be sure to check out theweeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. Also check out our offer from audible.com. Sign up today and get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. I'm your host, Michael Graham.